Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Canceling. Just uh, flip a switch on one of the sides there. What, I gotta do something? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Drama. Does this cancel noise? Yes, it does. Whose? Uh, all the outside noise. So you're not so you're not distracted by So you won't hear my neighbor pounding uh, yeah. on the ceiling above me because my uh, Netflix episodes of the office on f- on four <laughs> bars right. of the volume. Are too loud. Exciting. Because guess what, lady? They're not. She, no joke, pounded so hard on the ceiling last night. I thought, like, no joke, I thought a foot, it, like cartoon style, I thought a foot was going through. Oh, no kidding? The roof. <laughs> are we on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, it has, we just kind of rolled it into it. it I mean, has, it has begun. I'll, yeah. I'll choose if this opening is, like, good no, enough I'll, to start I'll with. <laughs> <laughs> I decide. I, I have final edit. Kirk Fox. Kirk Fox has final edit of, at, all, of all his podcasts. It's at HBO Aspen Comedy Ego, man. Man, that was a long time ago. That's 2007? 2007. I, Do, haven't, I haven't thought about it since then. But, uh, <laughs> let, let me just take in the room first. Please. Uh, yeah. This is a Hollywood apartment, man. There you are, Brad. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while, Adam. Yeah. I, I see you around. This is good. This is really good. Exactly. I drove here. I parked here. I made right. a phone call. You came out, <laughs> right? Now I'm in. Don't you wish it was just that easy, where you can make one phone call and then a, then a midget would come out and guide you to wherever you needed to go? <laughs> Isn't it that easy? <laughs> For you, I guess. Dude, we're buddies. You gotta have that fuck you money, man. Where you can hire midgets <laughs> to just like greet you everywhere you go. Well, oh. because now they have Uber, right? And like Uber's the car service where you just send out a text. Dude, and, like, what a would car. be called if it's a midget car service? Oh my Uber. god, Uber <laughs> sounds the same. <laughs> Uber, same Uber sounds extra small. <laughs> Uber with like, but like a lowercase u, and that's Hilarious. how, and that's Hilarious. how people are the difference. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, I mean, pay it, pay a little extra money, you buy the premium package. We come out with tiny rickshaws. Uh, that, that that's just how that's just how these things are going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's would you sell good. yourself if 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 someone rich just wanted to have you around? Listen, I was just on an episode. <laughs> that's yes, by the way. He's going Listen, into a long anecdote. I was just on an episode Wait, of lo- Sam how, and Cat. How Kat. long an anecdote? I, oh, I pretty, pretty pretty good length. Well, listen, Kirk I Fox. didn't know I was here to listen. <laughs> We'll, yeah, get, you do, you do we'll get to that. you in a second. No, it's hard. Right. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out. You gave me noise-canceling cans. I guess it doesn't cancel all noise. Not mine. Not Uber noise. <laughs> noise from the Uber. No. You were just, he's just, you're trying to tell us about your Nickelodeon credits. Yes, I was going to say. Uh, I will do just about anything for money because I was just on a show called uh, Sam and Cat on uh, Nickelodeon. I know it well. And uh, starring Ariana Grande. Who I did not know who she was, then looked her up. She's got like twenty million Twitter followers or something. That she, says it all. And uh, that said, that, said, that says she's a good person. It does, doesn't it? We're in that kind of age where it's like people go. You I mean, that, I'll say you, it. You got that many followers. You're doing something right. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. do do you ever? I mean, uh, not my most re- my my current manager Barry Kantz, but my but my manager before. Would say things to me like, "Oh man, we gotta get your Twitter followers up. We gotta get your." Well, Twitter that's followers when it first up. hit. And nobody is knew Barry, what it meant. Is Barry your manager now? Yeah, 
That's yeah. unbelievable. I don't yeah. know anyone that he doesn't manage now. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? It's, it's unbelievable. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I wonder why he doesn't have time for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's going Uber short. <laughs> Wait. The, trying to get that Uber car out there. He's trying to get Uber, man. I mean, telling you, these guys. Your Barry has gotten better since you've been with him. Well, because now I'm doing uh, weekly I, phone calls with him. So You mean your Barry has gotten better? Yeah. My, my, my Barry impression is doing all right. What, what do you think? You got Fox? one in you? You're not really an impression yeah. person, are you? No, I don't need to. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm funny just for that. No, I mean, I, I can do Barry if I have to. I just try not to think about how, him too much. How long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Since we, we brought up the Aspen thing, which was what? Best comic in the festival. Which and on earth that moment. <laughs> at that A altitude. worldwide call went out. Uh, Let me ask you, November, November 10th, 2002 okay. is, is when I began Right. Stand-up comedy. That and was it. When did you get that label thrown on you from the uh, festival? How many years after? That's or before? Maybe they gave it to you before you even started. No. Like, this guy it, should it, do it. If it was in 2007, I would say uh, four or five years in. <laughs> That's just simple math. I mean, we can, we can do math. Podcast. I didn't know I was here to do <laughs> the math. Do homework. <laughs> what, no, let me ask you something. Like, when you, like, first of all, do you still... Now, you have that computer there that, that just has all the questions? Nope. Nothing. No, Are you that... playing chess with some eight-year-old in Russia? <laughs> Possibly. I like it. He, he's losing to Oleg right now. All right, go ahead. I'm playing words uh, with friends I'm, with I'm autistic here to kids. An, I'm here uh. to answer questions. <laughs> no, uh, as uncomfortable as I am, I'm going to try no, and be... Uh, no, you're very comfortable. No, I'm not. Are the ki- you're, you're not? not? Why no, is that? I'm just not. I, I'm, I'm rarely comfortable. No shit. So it's not just us. It's not the van- it's not the vanilla scented candle. That's why no. I put the candles out. The candles are nice. I, you know, I, <laughs> I I'm just trying to uh, get comfy. First of all, I'm very tall. These, yeah, you are. These seats mm-hmm. are awkward. Do you want? I, I have a beanbag chair. No, no. That then I'd spend a lot of time talking about the beanbag. You know what? I don't have a beanbag chair. <laughs> well, see, look, we're already still talking about it. We just spent four minutes right. on beanbag. We after, don't even have one. After you get after you get the uh, a label like that, like what does that do? To, Pressure after that, or do you just feel like, okay, cool, here we go, now I get to like... There was absolutely no pressure. No. It did absolutely nothing, really. I think I, I probably got a good manager and, and an agent out of it. You don't think where you are now somehow, like, over time has like that... Well, I think wherever you are now is yeah. because of anything that has happened. Well, I'm sure, sure. A- Aspen helped. You know, it got my picture in a few papers, and I got to go to Edinburgh... Uh, a month or two later. Love that place. So, so, that, so that was fun. Yeah. It, it was awful, but it was important to go there. And, you didn't like it? Well, no one laughed for a month. <laughs> for Like at your stand-up or My just, stand-up. In, just, just in general? Oh, there were people laughing. <laughs> okay. Just not when I was within the vicinity. <laughs> I, did, I did about 25 shows with Mark Marin. Uh-huh. We split an hour. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I did the first 30 minutes, and then he did the next 30 minutes. And the first 30 minutes... There were no laughs. Did they, did they laugh for Marin, or were they just bad audiences? They're not bad audiences. It's never really a bad audience. People want to laugh, mm-hmm. but uh, they just they weren't buying whatever I was selling at the time. <laughs> what, they, are you, they, what are you selling now, Kurt Fox? Probably the same stuff, but maybe a, a different angle in. Sure. Mm-hmm. How much? In all seriousness, is there? Anything Isn't everything that- in all seriousness? <laughs> Let, let's just assume. Let's assume that it is. Let's, let's assume it's going to be. <laughs> But like, at, at, I didn't travel it? four blocks to jack off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the name of your next uh, comedy album. <laughs> yeah, if it isn't, it should, will be. Okay, it should be. Some, someone will uh, <laughs> get the copyright on that tonight. To jack off. 
That's so fucking See, funny. But, Wait, but I want to know though, was there anything from that? Um, because people I hear comments say about like recycling, and I'm at a point only seven years in, but like there's uh, things a couple years ago that I talked about, and now even just with two more years of like some sort of a um, more clarity on like my point of view. Did I kind of revisit a bit and and complete take kind of the the core of it, but completely rework it because I'm like, oh, I still have an opinion about that. I just think it's a little sharper now. Do you have that with bits from the? Well, all of my bits in the past were just they were so word re, word oriented, and they were just jokes. So to go back and revisit oh, okay. would just be me. You had me, no emotional attachment to anything. No, and and that could have been the problem with Edinburgh. That you weren't because they don't have any emotional attachment to No, anything? because oh. I didn't. Oh, with your time. So yeah. whatever I was selling was just a joke to them. Gotcha. And, okay. uh, when do you figure out that that's boring to you? Or you're just like, oh, this isn't... I want to actually... Well, you figure it out eventually when nobody's laughing. <laughs> it's, and you yeah, re- it's usually quick. And you realize that the laughs you're getting, mm-hmm. that the real laughs are in between the jokes. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, shit, I, I'm funnier in between my jokes. Yeah. Maybe I should try and find a way to make my jokes the in-betweens. And talk about wow. that. And, I mean, I, I remember my first Kirk Fox joke, my first one that I heard. Yeah. It was great. What was it? It was the... Uh... You weren't in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because this one was funny. Okay. Uh, you, you said, uh, uh, do, I'm doing well in Hollywood. Just bought a house next to Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie. I did. I did say that. I remember that joke. It was in Cambodia. <laughs> but well Fifteen bucks. Well but, uh, played. Well played. Kurt Fox, Listen, everyone. But, but I'll the tell le- you that that joke killed in the states. Yeah, Ed- Edinburgh. They could not. They, knew, they, they, they didn't knew. like that joke. Of course not. I love that joke. They're like, bring on the Danny Glover material. <laughs> no, they just uh, listen. Wherever I was, I wasn't. I wasn't connected. You weren't connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You um, for our listeners who. Haven't seen you perform live or heard of you, and that's because it, most of our listeners are ninety-two to ninety-seven. Yeah, that's a, do you key have, demographic. Why is not that? age reading level? But why is that? Do you have <laughs> listeners over ninety thousand an episode? Yeah, really, I'll fix that. <laughs> After this, I'm so, gonna bump so, that so number down to sixty-five. This is legit. This is doing. a podcast. Yes, this, yes. Is not, this is going out somewhere. Yes, yeah. This, this, is this isn't just two guys inviting me up to no, roofie me. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, for, that still might happen. For like three years, it was just Rick Ingram that would uh, listen in his car. And that was it. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Because Rick's great. If you got Rick listening, you're onto something. I right. totally agree. I totally agree. With uh, that. You you are um, uh, one of my favorite comics, and I'm not saying that. Now, you're why here. is that? Why is that? Because you are uh, a pro, and you're uh, you take time. The advice you've given me, I've gotten advice from uh, comics who have more experience than me uh, throughout the last four or five years. I've applied maybe. I don't know, two of those, three of those things, two of them coming from you, where I always think about. Like every, this past weekend, I just did shows in Bloomington, Illinois. And when I, when, when I think to myself after each show or before about adjustments I want to make or how I'm approaching the weekend, the two things you told me were, uh, cause you watched me the Laugh Factory one time and you gave me, which is the, the best way to get feedback where you gave some positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. and then you were like, uh, Hey, stop being so Jewy up there. No, this is what you said. You said, uh, <laughs> no, you said you were, you were nice, and then you said, uh, you got, you said you have. I, I must have liked you for me to even talk to you. For real. Right. But sometimes. And I, that also gave I, me- I, I may have been speaking to you because you I, get- I, I rarely take my own advice. So maybe I was hopeful <laughs> that you could do what I wish I was doing. I don't know. I feel like you do, though. Because one thing you told me was you, you go, uh, 
you go, you weren't, <clears throat> you didn't have any flow up there. You like have a map. I was like, yeah, I kind of went up there. I wasn't sure on like what I want to do. It's like, dude, you got to take these guys on a ride. Don't be up there being like, oh, what else you guys want to talk about? Or what else? What else do I want to say? Or whatever. Mm. And it just the uh, the level of preparedness that I f- that it put in my head as far as like needing to have. It's nice to have a target. <clears throat> you know, it's nice to yeah. to have a list and, and try and hit that list. And, and then you said talked about is. having things in chunks and like you and uh, and do now. And I just started headlining in June. And don't I mean, rub that, it in. <laughs> I gave you the power. I haven't headlined in two years. <laughs> well, that that's BS with the show. Come on, Mal. Listen, I, I haven't gone out. I'll, I'll start going out there again. You should, but but it's important to have chunks. Both those things, little, though. Little five minute chunks is nice. <sighs> yeah. that's how I remember this. And even too. if you have little signposts, it's okay if you get sidetracked because you can get right back to that. Right. You yeah. know where you want to go. Right. Yeah. And uh, it, because it, they'll take you, they'll take you into some different rooms because you don't know what will happen. But it's nice to know that no matter what happens, you can get back on your own train. Yeah, that is great. Uh, yeah. that, that is great advice. And uh, there was not too long ago when I went to see a comedy show, and I actually just sat in the audience. And I thought, okay, let's see what this is like to be an audience member. And I remember one of the comics did the thing where they were just like, ah, what else? What else? And just kind of randomly. And you're sitting there as an audience member, going, "Hey, fucker, this is a show. Like, I paid money. Like, you don't." see a movie, and then in the middle of the scene, they stop and go, ah, what should we do now? Should we go to an action shot? Do you want to see the girl in the bikini again? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's important. What movie was that? I think it's important to attack it. <laughs> uh, Tremors in. 3. <laughs> you got an audition for it tomorrow. <laughs> that I won't get. You might. You might. I won't get it. You never know. Hey, man. You've gotten one. That heat heat is fizzling out, bro. <laughs> it goes fast. It does. Bobby yeah. Lee told me that. He goes, it's great you got the movie, but hey, listen up. I'll tell you this. Hey, hey. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not that, though. The thing is, though. Enjoy it, because it's going away quick. And kid, I, kid's smart. He is. He knows something. He's got a real positive, negative attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Bobby Lee Live on Twitter. He's here to... Uh, oh, if we say a name, we got to <laughs> tell him where to find him? Sure, why not? Okay. I mean, we haven't told our listeners where to find you yet on they Twitter. They don't need to. Well, well then <laughs> I need to backtrack. That's at Mr. Danny Glover on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to get a call from him tomorrow. <laughs> hey, Adam, why didn't you plug me? Whoa. I'm too old for this shit. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Danny Glover might be one of those impressions. You say Kirk Fox, you're not an impression guy, but I feel like that's one of those where it's just kind of, you got to just get low, deep, and gravelly. Pretend that you're Whoopi Goldberg and then just start talking through uh, like a little nasally. But isn't that any... <laughs> isn't that any impression? That Pretend any you're impression. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it I can do any impression. I just, I just don't want to let you know when it's coming. There you go. I appreciate that. See, do your Danny Glover again. Hey, Riggs, I'm getting too old for this shit. Adam Ray, you didn't talk about my Twitter. See, now, now do that, but just go a little higher, and that's Whoopi Goldberg. Or Mr. T. Or, <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, Clarence say. Williams. It can be anybody. <laughs> I do a killer Clarence Thomas, actually. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not bad, he says. <laughs> I've heard them both. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. If I close my eyes, I, I think I was in Watts. I like to, you know, I, I, I like to keep things current with the Clarence Thomas Why impressions. Why you, man? That's yeah. how you're going to get uh, people buying you for the weekend. <laughs> buying me? Uber. Uber. <laughs> hey, he's he's not capitalizing on thousands of businesses because of his size. Yeah. Now, are you short? Well, I I, I, I know because, it's hard for you to I'll tell. Because I'll be honest with you, I've never thought that you were that short. You carry yourself tall. And he does. And I that's carry how, myself. It's I, incredible. Well, I mean, someone's carrying you at my eye level. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> The garbage man is carrying you like Oscar the Grouch you got carry yourself like you're tall. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone's carrying you. Yeah. Put him down. Yeah. Put him down, Riggs. Yeah. See? There it is. Whoa. There. Out of wow. nowhere. Thank you very much. That's Kirk Fox. At Kirk Fox. 
And then we'll be right back. Oh, man. He will be right back. He went to our catchphrase. We'll be right back. Yeah. Your catchphrase. I say it every day for millions yeah, of people. Yeah, man, talk about your show, please. Because yeah. I watched it, and you're great on it. It, 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 it is a show. It's talk called, about it. It, it, it. It's called The Test. It is called The Test. And it's it's so weird for me knowing you as long as I have. As, How long have we known each other? Uh, seven years, eight years? Whoa, too long. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's back it up. Yeah. You like to keep your friendships at like two years yeah, tops. I, I, there's a shelf life. Yeah. I didn't know I knew Obviously. you that long. Is that a short know. joke? No. Put, your, put that friendship Every up on a shelf? A put the yeah. friendship on a shelf because he can't reach it. Exactly. What the fuck, Kirk Fox? <laughs> what the fuck, Riggs? <laughs> Comes back with a with a with authority. Oh, no, that was Clarence. Yeah, that's Clarence. <laughs> that wow, dude, he's fucking comedy curveballs. Oh shit! Now see, now Kirk Fox is giving him rhythm. He just like he's like bearing him from yeah, the outside. Well, now now I'm taking in the candles. I love it. <laughs> but uh, it's called the test. Yeah, uh, conflict resolution. Right. And syndicated. It's on TV every day somewhere. Go to thetesttv.com for local listings. Yeah. And, and lie detector DNA drug test. Somebody's coming on the show pivotal point in their life they need an answer i'm going to give them that answer i'm saving lives destroying marriages are you really oh am i saving oh, lives there's yes. been some i've I i've do a seen lot of, some clips I i've do, only seen the destroy marriages ones i do uh some drug interventions i've i save a lot of lives no I, shit. I send people to rehab i'm changing lives this is something you ever th- thought you were gonna do no i still don't know that i'm doing it because <laughs> you just said that you weren't you're not incredibly no, i don't think that's entirely true where you say you're not incredibly social like you talking to me at the comedy club was a big deal that, was a, big, that was a big step it's because you're a guy <laughs> also i was wearing a mesh tank top and i read on your blog that you don't talk to males over 30 in mesh tank tops this is true no uh, uh i'm trying to be more social yeah so yeah. when i said i wanted to do your podcast it was because i usually don't want to do anything Mm-hmm. So this to me is like okay, I'm gonna fucking go. I'm gonna go sit down with these guys and Appreciate I'm gonna talk it. and I'm gonna engage and I'm right. gonna listen because it's all good practice yeah. for life. Totally, and it's a new thing that I'm doing on the on the show because well, I'm, I'm forced to listen to people. Yeah, right. Well, because and, and take in their wait, problem. So, so you've had well, a problem. Why are you fucking interrupting me? Because <laughs> well, I'm not listening. Yeah, see, that's your problem. <laughs> Learn from Adam and myself. Thank we you. were talking, we were oh, engaged, okay. and you wanted in. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Now, what do you want? <laughs> Well, I, too late. I, I just said, <laughs> as a comic, now being in because when you're a comic, it's just you on stage and the audience has to listen to you. So how like was it a weird adjustment to being the host now, where you have to listen to people hash out their problems? It's a it's a tricky adjustment, and mm-hmm. and I'm still working on it because mm-hmm. because there's going to be jokes, but I never want them to be at the expense of the guests. Of course, these are real people that, that they've traveled here. Mm-hmm. And uh, they 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 need an answer. Their their lives are in trouble. And that's and important to know. That, that's important to know that they are real people. These are real because people. I've gotten maybe five phone calls in my career to yeah. go on the come the, be a the, staged the, midget. Yeah, the the Jerry Springer show. I've got wow. I've gotten those phone to calls. To play what roles? Oh, like hey, we're gonna have you come out as the surprise boyfriend, and uh, uh, yeah, some girl was cheating on her man with you, and then you guys are gonna fight, but he's not really going to hit you. Would you be down to do a, a faux scenario? Never. Fair enough. Because uh, it's just not, yeah, it's, it's it's not, not where my brain is. I got you, yeah. It's the, one, of, one of the appeals of this show is they're real. And, and if they're not, they're not coming on the show. We have great producers. The executive producer is Jay McGraw, who does The Doctors. Okay. Wow. And that's Dr. Phil's son. Yeah. And, you know, so we... So they're a, going through a heavy filtration system yeah. of people to be like, this is legit. Now, how, what do you... I mean, when you hear some of these scenarios, are you... Do you immediately have like a, oh, this is how I 
think I, this is the type of advice I feel like I can share with them. Or are you really trying to, because I'm just saying my problem with my ex-girlfriend was she goes, you're always trying to fix my shit when she would talk to me. She goes, sometimes I just want you to listen and like say it's going to be okay or yes and what I'm saying. But my, you know, having to peer mediate my sister. Uh, and- until you sit between two people that are fighting for their life or respect or fighting over children, you do not know how you're going to respond. Yeah. Because, mm. because it's real. Yeah. So I listen, and then maybe I'll nudge them in the right direction. I, I've, I've had a lot of years of, of listening to people, and, and I come from good stock. I, I'm smart. So I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be too preachy. Mm-hmm. Sure. And with regards to relationship advice, I can tell people, I can show them what I've done and suggest they do the opposite. <laughs> And, and that, that works out. Have you been uh, married or in a uh, significant situation? Uh, listen, I, I was married briefly. Yeah. You know, and it was kind of a joke, a joke wedding. But, uh, you know, I got married in Vegas. We call that the Chris Humphreys. Yeah, I, I, I probably would have married him. But I got married, <laughs> I got married in Vegas. Oh, shit. By Elvis, Jimi Hendrix, it was Elmo. A, it was a black Elvis. It was a black Black Elvis, at the, Elvis at the little at the, <laughs> at the little Elvis Chapel. Hey, <laughs> in Vegas, bread bread spends every Christmas there. I do. Nice. Why wouldn't you? Hey, exactly. I fit in. It's my it's my it's my people. Also, so, so I had a little baby marriage. Okay, mm-hmm. but it, it was just it was. A joke. Did you like? Did you like being married? I mean, no. But listen, I'm I, just curious with every comic, every like successful comic that does ro- and just like how they. Um, what their thoughts on being in a significant situation are. It's hard. It's yeah. tricky. We, listen, we never lived together. I married her because her dad was my favorite actor. You know, I married Clint Eastwood's daughter. Wait, what? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Whoa. I and, didn't and, and so, know that about you. And so I think that's kind of what came into play. So, well, like, you know, I wanted to marry, you, you know, yeah. I thought I was marrying Clint. So, I mean, wow. I mean so and I wasn't. Because, so you yeah. saw his face when you guys were... <laughs> Always, I still do, <laughs> and I'm not even with her. Make my daughter's day. <laughs> what? I can't. I can't. <laughs> Is that all you got? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, Clint. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, that was Clarence Williams. That's right, uh, Clarence Eastwood. Dude, that's an incredible Eastwood, by the way. So how often? Why were you- wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> I know he would marry the damn daughter. How often were you around him? Did you get not a, enough? For sure. <laughs> That's why the marriage yeah, failed. But sure. I do remember one time she's like, you know, I, I only married you because you reminded me of Clint. And I was like, oh, well, that's the exact same reason I married you. <laughs> so, that's exactly uh, what a woman wants to hear. Yeah. I was the first husband to try and take my wife's last name. So that was good. <laughs> you wanted to be Kirk Eastwood. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, Eastwood is a fucking. Well, your name is already dope, but Kirk Eastwood. Fuck, it's a strong name. Kirk Eastwood. He called man. me a son of a bitch once, and I was so excited. So excited. Oh, my God, of It's course. like you called me son. It, it's like, that's all I ever wanted. Can you leave it on my outgoing machine? <laughs> yeah, just get out of the house. That's, son oh of a bitch. God, God. That's better than oh Rickles God. calling you a hockey puck. Yeah. It's better. So, you know, so yeah, I was married briefly. All right. Mm-hmm. You think maybe again or no? Does like does a show help you see like for me, I, I've been I had I was in a long distance relationship for about three years. It's been three years since I've been in it. I 
every time I have an inkling of going, yeah, you know what? I'd like to I'd like to get back into stuff. like I just or I, I meet a girl and have a, uh, enough of a moment to like where uh, to where I'm like, oh, this is this seems like it would be fun. Then I see some other CNN.com front page story of a woman who eight days into her honeymoon shoved her uh, husband off a cliff because she was unsure about the marriage. And I go, oh, that's right. But that's what women do. <laughs> Listen, I, they I, kill. But so they, I, don't, like, I don't know. I, like I've, just I've doing been with the show. The, I've been with the girl for, mm-hmm. I mean, three and a half years. Right now, currently. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure she would like to marry me. Right. And mm-hmm. I just. Who wouldn't? Well, a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> well, just trying to. But I don't understand it either. <laughs> <laughs> well spun. But uh, I don't know if I'll marry her. You know, she's young, hot. 27, CPA, she'd be a, a great wife to someone. There you go. But I just don't know. Because the idea of marriage, or you're just like, I don't like, don't want to pull the trigger? Why, why change fear. what's great? I yeah. like what I, I like being alone. Yes, mm-hmm. I know, dude. I just. I got, I've gotten to that point in the last couple of years, man. It's kind of, and it's a little bit spooky because I'm like, yeah, I kind of dig. People sure. are like, you do the roses suck. I'm like, man, I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, there are moments, but there's moments when you're not on the road. Listen, I, do Five I Five minutes before I, I got children? here, I was alone. Do I want children? I, I don't know. I, I'd make a good one, but do Pretty I want to be stuff, a dad? Yeah. I these, sure. these are just questions. And do you like being able to like put you first and do what you course. want? Of course, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm a I'm a complete control freak. I mean, look mm. how I came in here. It's just you know, <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we at this Dick table? hanging out of his pants? You know, why Why is this man leading me up these stairs? <laughs> Where do I have to put the money? Yeah, no. So, <laughs> and, and and you say, does the show? Reinforce the fact that I don't want yes. to. Well, yeah, but there's also great stories on the of show of, of true mm-hmm. love. My parents had a great long awesome. love affair. I mean, I'm the product of real true love. Now, let me ask you because I know people say they go, "Oh, uh, comics got to come from," you know, uh, what? What do you identify as? I mean, great. My parents didn't uh, make it with the marriage, and I don't think that's definitely a piece of why I started to make people laugh to cope with that. But like, listen, I am the. Pro- where's did your? Where do your funny come from? Well, I, I don't know where it came from, and I, I don't even know where it's at. But listen, my dad was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've never suffered in my life. So the whole comedy comes from tragedy thing, not not necessarily no, for you. And that's one of, that's that's been one of the problems of trying to like <laughs> really. Well, Kurt of, Fox, of, say hello to Clint Eastwood, who's got all of your comedy CDs. <laughs> that's all right. He's gonna shred. But but that's okay too. Right. It's like. I, I have nothing to complain about. Like, really? What, what am I going to complain about? So, well, you also have a positive outlook on it to be like, hey, man, life's pretty great. Listen, some- we're lucky. We're lucky. If you wake up, you're ahead of the game. So, oh, for, Kurt, me to, yeah. so for me to get on stage and bitch about shit, you know, it's kind of tricky for me. So that's why a lot of my earlier comedy was I was creating all these scenarios. Yeah. But, but they were bullshit. There was little seeds of truth. And then mm-hmm. I'd weave a whole fake story behind them, so I, I wasn't I wasn't basing it on on any truth. It gotcha. was just funny shit to me. Yeah, yeah. and then and that and that's when you had those moments, like you said, that you start learning. Go, oh well, yeah, you, I can you start, put more of myself. You in start these jokes. asking yourself, you know, why am I on stage? Do I just mm-hmm. need a laugh? You know, you you want to at least be enjoying your work. Yeah, yeah. and and, you, and people can't fuck with the truth. Yeah. You know, if you're up there really vested in something and you got your feet planted and you're talking about what you believe in, it doesn't really matter if they're laughing because you're telling the truth, Hell and yeah. then they'll catch on if you're having fun. Mm. Hell yeah! And I, we're all good enough writers where we can 
make something funny. So right. I'm trying to talk about more real shit so that, so that I can go back to Edinburgh and not bomb. Mm-hmm. That, that's got to be on your mind a little bit, right? Of course right? it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think most comics remember the last big like bomb that they had and they always want to well, like, go was back. Just, this was just, this yeah. was just a nice, smooth, consistent <laughs> like, can you can you describe for our night. listeners? I don't think we've had a comic, a real pro, describe the the true feeling of whether bomb is the word, but just know that like you are losing in the game of trying to do what you're supposed to be doing. What, to to explain it, it's like it's, this, it's, I mean I don't it's know like the it, same as any time you're losing, except now you have a room full of people looking at you, and you can't go anywhere. You know, this was thirty minutes. Of just standing there wow. sucking, wow! But and with, then you did but, but I but I was sucking with such confidence <laughs> that <laughs> that they still that that they still listened. Right. You know, I said something once. Okay, so you're you know, owning it. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna suck, you know, suck harder than anyone has ever sucked before. <laughs> Fail big Be- because then dash Kim Kardashian because then soon it will become art. Right. Okay. That's wow. Who said that? Kirk Fox. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my biggest tweets. <laughs> The guy fucking quotes I, I his own tweets. Well, only because, oh, you know. That's great, though. I love that shit, man. Well, but that's one thing you learn also is, you know, your greatest tweets aren't going to be jokes. They're going to be yeah. real thoughts. Of course. They're going to be stuff that really so, resonates yeah, with people. Yeah, so that was something that I said that suddenly, you know, there was a thousand, you know, retweets. It's like, oh, shit. And then I do a joke about socks and, you know, three people love it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, fuck. Okay, just if you're going to say something, just try and connect. And it's the same thing being on stage. It is. And it's the same thing coming here to do a podcast. Yeah. You just want to connect with the room. You yeah. know, I wanted to see Brad and you and like try and connect for a few minutes. Yeah. You're one, so you're you're so I mean I can't go ahead, Brad. I was to say, but Kirk is one of these guys and uh when you said that you have that positive outlook on life, you do. I remember almost every time that I see you, uh most of the time you say what's up to a guy, he says, Ah, nothing, what's up with you? It's a typical bullshit conversation. Kirk, every time I say, Hey Kirk, what's up? You go, Live in the dream, man. I'm just living, living the dream. You know, but I say living what's left of the dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not living, you know, it's what's left of it. And listen, you I, got a lot left, man. Who knows? I do. No, this could be I it. I don't know, but In no. this neighborhood? <laughs> I know. This could be it. But That's true. I, get, I got it from my dad. You know, my dad what, was perseverance? a perseverance? Not even that. He had none. He was just a handyman. Mm. You know, I, I, his perseverance was just, you know, he'd get up every day and say good morning morning how are things up around the moon you know and he'd go down to the beach and he would trudge every day three miles a day you know with a bamboo stick they called him bamboo ben and, and he would and he would awesome. and he would talk to everybody bamboo ben that just he, sounds like a character in the goonies you know but he, like, you, go, you know go around I, the dock and meet bamboo ben I, he'll I, give you a magic map i've talked about him before but he's a real you know he's a real he was a real special character what did he do that made you laugh like when did you go? Oh shit! That's my dad's funny. Well, he never made me laugh till I look back now, of course. and and, and mm-hmm. that's you know that's the problem. It's like oh shit, man! Yeah. This guy was awesome. Like I only trudged with him on the beach once, and I remember I I found a watch, mm-hmm. and I was like oh I can't top this. <laughs> but you but lo- but looking back now, it's and like then you did shit, a twelve forty five comedy store spot exactly. Like, All right, there, there, there but but I should have trudged with him. By the end, he had you know two hundred people trudging with him every day. Get out, really? He would trudge with a bamboo stick. Yeah. And he'd have 
he'd have followers because he was such a character. Like Forrest Gump when he went running. Yeah, exactly. But he would trudge in the deep sand, and, and he used to say, Raya. What's that? That was something my dad used to say. Well, when he was 65, he woke up one day, and he, he didn't feel so hot, but he, was, he went to the beach every day to trudge. And he was trudging, and he stopped, and his heart started kind of going a little crazy, and he took a deep breath, and he reached for the heavens, and he said, Raya. And he didn't know why he said Raya, but he suddenly felt invigorated. He suddenly felt strong, and he started trudging again. And whenever he would get tired, he would take a deep breath, and he'd reach for the heavens, and he'd say Raya. Mm -hmm. And then people started greeting him because he, surfers would come out of the water, and he'd do a Raya. So suddenly people all over Mission Beach in San Diego yeah. would, would greet this crazy old man with a rousing Raya. You know, and then one day wow. I was like, what's Ryan? He's like, you know, I, it's air backwards. It's the first thing we take in when we're born. It's the last thing we let go of when we die. And that became kind of his Jesus thing. Dude, you know, and when, he, dad is and when he died, I put that there. Yeah. You know? right, yeah, you got a tattoo of Ryan right yeah, on right your wrist. Yeah, right under the watch band. But, but dad sounds like he was an unbelievable he, person. He was cool. You know, but that's, but that's where I kind of got it from. And this guy was positive every day of his life. I mean, uh -huh. he was born in 1913, you know, World War II, went to Okinawa. Yeah. He was saw a some shit. He was a house painter. Jesus. You know, he met my mom in the, in the 40s. He was painting a house down in La Jolla with his little dog, Bruce, a little Australian jumper. And Bruce ran down the ladder and took off down La Jolla shores and ran like a mile. Yeah. And mm -hmm. my dad chased this dog, caught the dog around a corner, picked up the dog, and the dog was had been barking at and my Brad mom. And Brad goes, hey, put me down. Exactly. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's all right. You can try and interrupt a heart with funny. I mean, if you can ruin moments for your followers. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. No, I'm it's sorry. too late. No, no, no. no. Hey, no, picks but, up the dog. But then, you know, my dad picked up the dog, and the mm. dog had been barking at my mom. So this dog ran a mile down the beach. That's when they met. That's when they met. Wow. My dad picked up the dog and said to, you know, my mom, one day you'll be my wife. And then you know that is always never happening, right? Because yeah, yeah. Because now it's like ah, well, I, I I met the mother of my child based on I flipped well, no, her pictures to the left on the Tinder app. Well, now you meet a girl on the beach and it's like come to my show and then she'll decide if you're funny. <laughs> but in the forties, you know, she, she was engaged to a guy who was over at Pearl Harbor, so she she went over there to see who she liked most, and then Get she out. married my dad, and my dad moved in with her and her mother. The house I grew up in is the same house my mom grew up in. Wow. That's, that's and my dad, story. And my dad, you know, just moved in. And he was there the whole time. Why is no one Raising made, five kids. Why has no one made a movie about your I'm dad? I'm working on it. Yeah. Make it happen, buddy. I'm trying, but I'm podcasting instead. <laughs> well, tell him, Barry. Tell him what he should be doing. <laughs> See, Kirk Fox, you got you to be You don't think I hear from Barry? Barry's my manager, too. I uh, see. You're going to create a problem. That's Come what on, you're Kirk. doing. Just trust. <laughs> trust it. Well, I mean, uh, but, but you've written you gotta be, but you've written uh, you a gotta movie. you got to be undeniable. <laughs> be undeniable. Undeniable. Every time. Come on, man. Trust it. But you've written a movie, though. Who hasn't? Oh, that's true. There's, that <laughs> there's a guy who sits on your corner, this little Buddhist monk who's got a script. Have you, have you seen that guy? Of course I see him. <laughs> I drive past his place every day. He's on the corner. Okay, I'm just glad that I wasn't hallucinating a monk on the corner oh, of. Oh wait, oh wait, that's real. Yeah, he's a Buddhist monk. Really? Yeah. And he, and he, and I gave him shit about the Dalai Lama the other day, <laughs> <laughs> just to check his patience. I was like, "You really think he's the chosen one? I mean, they chose him at two. 
<laughs> Don't you think they should have waited till he was at least 13 to see? I mean, the guy's got glasses now, and he's fat and sits on pillows. You think he's the chosen one? He would have been the last one picked. What, what does he say? He, he, he just kept listening. And then I said, you know, he was, he was taking it in. And I'm like, this guy was chosen at two. Taking a, he was taken away from his parents and put on a, a monastery. And his yeah. parents never even came and looked for him. So I, I think they call him the chosen one because it sounds better than the abducted one. <laughs> <laughs> but they never even went and got him. So it's like, clearly these parents, it's like, okay, either fucking military school yeah. or hopefully someone will just pick you up. <laughs> right. Do you know how they chose the Dalai Lama? No. How's that? They took a... There's Scantron. A, 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 <laughs> good. Try. Keep trying to be funny. It's a tough room. It's a real tough room. I know. Let me tell you something. You invited me here. I didn't invite you here. I bring these candles to be on the road. And so far. One of them's going to be empty. <laughs> Yours looks like it's taking more oxygen than mine. All right, but uh, they took a sandbox. Okay. and They mm-hmm. took like 10 children who right. were all born at the same time the other Dalai Lama died. And they put toys in this, in this sandbox. And one of the toys belonged to the previous Dalai Lama. And whichever kid went to that toy is the new Dalai Lama. What the fuck? Yeah, so that's your, they, cho- that's your chosen one? That's, that's your the They do that with fat kids and cheeseburgers at the McDonald's Play Place ball pit. Exactly. Yeah. And, they're, and they're the chosen ones, too. <laughs> Are you serious? That's how they do it? Why would I lie to you? Why would I travel four blocks... <laughs> To bullshit <laughs> Don't change your slogan. That sounds like to, it's like a it. bad reality show on Fox. Who wants to be the Dalai Lama? But then you get <laughs> shows the, babies crawling get, towards toys. But then you get the moms. It's like only go to the wood toy. <laughs> Do not fucking go to the Legos or the Tonka or the Tonka. Go to the wood tambourine. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah they're and probably encouraging shit, him. Man. And that's the shit I gave this guy, and he he kind of agreed. Mm-hmm. I was testing his patience. Yeah. But I, basically, he was just dehydrated you, with man. sunstroke. Now, <laughs> now, did you get this sort of um, the, uh, the, the amount of uh, confidence to, to ch- check do the I patients? Ha- do no. I ha- it has the show contributed to your uh, interest in patients checking on street corners? No. I've, uh, You've I, always been like I that. I talk to people. I, mm-hmm. I, I've always enjoyed people. You're I, a good I, conversationalist. Listen, I could be. No, you are. And here's why. Because you're quick and you're... Uh, uh, and you listen. Yeah, but, you, that, you but need, that's something I need, I need to work on listening a little more. Like, I watch some of these shows, and <clears throat> I interrupt a little too much. So as we uh, tape uh, more shows, I'm going to work on it. I was going to ask, just a way like comedians will listen to their set or tape it and listen to it for, uh, to, to make adjustments. You do that with the show, yeah? I've, I, I watch. Is it tough to watch yourself? Or do you? Yeah, because I'm so handsome. <laughs> I just feel that like, oh, you are God, a good guy, why man. is this curse here? <laughs> I mean, how can people focus? On, how can people focus on these other people's problems when I'm in the middle of this? Now, one thing I don't like, and I, I will say you, I will say you have patience, Kirk Fox, you will? because I've seen, you can say it. I've seen the show, The Test, and there's so many times I'm going, how is Kirk? Not strangling this person right now, trying to like slap some sense into him, and you and you sit there and you just kind of and you. I want to. Yeah, and how how do you hold yourself back in those situations? Uh, with my new posture. <laughs> you know, I joined a gym when, okay. when I got this show. They they got me a trainer, and I mm-hmm. I joined the gym at Paramount. It was one of the perks. It's like, listen, I. They're you. like, do you need anything? I'm like, I'd like a, a new body. 
<laughs> Were you joking? Am I going to travel four blocks to jack off? <laughs> Wait, you think I'm making up shit? I don't know. Are you? Space? No. Yeah, all right. Listen, listen. So, I, how was the gym at Paramount, by the way? Awesome. Oh god, I can only imagine, dude. That's where the cast of Dreamgirls got to work out. <laughs> really? Some of them are. Would I there. come? Some of the two feet out of, of my the, bedroom to some jack of the, off. Some of the Golden Girls are still there. <laughs> this might be. That's where they're We'll be right back with more bullshit movie facts about Paramount <laughs> with Kirk Fox in just a second. Wait, right. do we have to take a break? No, is no, that no. real? Or yeah, yeah, it- yeah. Once again, yeah. Hi, I'm Danny Glover with Jamba Juice. <laughs> when your day is not going the way you wanted it to go, strap on a nice protein boost or an immunity boost or, hey, maybe a Glover boost. That's Danny Glover boost at Jamba Juice. 3509 Lancashire Boulevard. Tell them Dan sent you. They'll know who it is. And we're back. And we're back. Kirk Fox, nice. our guest here. On the so Apollo. did you just make money? Yeah. We get paid in oh, smoothies. Hopefully I just made a Twitter follower. I like that. From Danny Glover or Jamba Juice? <laughs> Shit, Jamba Juice both? is following me. Yeah. Both, both provide Can endless amusement in our I'd lives. I'd rather have Jamba Juice. Let's I've see. tweeted things about Wheat Thins mm-hmm. once. Wheat Thins retweeted me. Let's get out, really? Can I be honest? If Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Can you be honest? Uh, you got to be here more often, man. <laughs> this is, okay. uh, all right, so back to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the name of a sitcom starring all three of us that we fine, should. Fine, but I'm busy. Uh, back well, to the let's gym. get someone to play yeah. me. I don't know if I can do this, the show with you guys, but you I got someone. You got a taunt Dalai Lamas. I got one. All right, I'll bring. I'm not done with him. <laughs> I'm not done with him. He's gonna convert. I'll track him down. Oh, He's got gonna- friends. <laughs> He's going to be a Jew by next Tuesday, let me tell you. I, I, I will convince the world that the Dalai Lama did not want to be chosen. I will fucking get him in a hey. room and say, listen, would you rather be somewhere else in pants? <laughs> would you like Dockers? Oh, my would God. you like Dockers? Tell me you want to kill a fly. <laughs> Wait, would you like... You're, by the way, you are just listing show title after show title. That's what I'm here for. Taunting the Dalai Lama, colon, would you like would you, Dockers? Would you like Dockers? There it is. Maybe it's a book. Back to the gym. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got a trainer, and uh, I've put on five pounds of muscle. It's awesome. My posture is much better. I feel mm-hmm. a lot better about myself. I had been the same weight for 20 years. I'd been 186, same as my IQ, which wow. is awesome. Sometimes okay. when I would lose weight, I thought I was getting dumber. But you're but you're like a six foot nine, one eighty six. Well, you're not good with uh, height. <laughs> I don't know heights, okay? And people, that's not even a joke. It's, it's just... not. I'm terrible at it. people. Are like, hey, yeah, that fucking uh, that 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 uh, short dude. He was like five I... foot two. I'm like, that's not short to me. All right, listen, I'll be honest. It's perspective. Listen. If you say three foot two, okay, we're talking. But anything above four four is fucking huge. I wasn't. Right. I wasn't giving you shit. I was just saying. As you look up, I'm yes. I'm sure I'm looking like a redwood. You you do. I'm six five. Six five. Six nine. Too much. Yeah, I, I would say six five. You're, I'd say six six. Like if you're really if you're not looking down, or if I'm standing tall with my new posture. There it is. There you go. Buddy. So I got strong for the show. It's awesome mm-hmm. because I knew I'd be working long hours. Sure. I wanted to sit up straight, but I also wanted to protect myself in case someone came at me. Well, yeah, because you... No shit. That you was want, a legitimate concern. Yeah, well, I mean, he is in situations where people are finding out that they're fathers of children. People are finding out that uh, their dad is not really their dad, that, people, they're, that they're being cheated upon. People, dude, they, that they their emotions are running they, high. Yeah, dude, that they weren't picked in the sandbox. Like, they're finding out exactly. all sorts of <laughs> past occurrences. Exactly. That's now, a, wait a minute. Who? great name of a book. Were, were you picked in the sandbox? <laughs> yes, yeah, by Shel Silverstein. <laughs> we're, now, 
And how many scenarios have you actually been in, though, where you were like, boy, I'm glad I did that extra five-pound arm curl today? Almost every one of them. Really? But, I, but I've been using my strength to exit quicker. Mm-hmm. Like, there's fights, and I great, want out. Great answer. And yeah. I want out. Like, yeah. I don't want to engage. Is that in the contract, or is that part of the show where you go, look, once things get to fight that, that, status, that, I'm out. That doesn't even have Fox to, that, out. That doesn't even have to be <laughs> in anything. It's like, I do not want to engage in mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show, I'm coming at it with love. It's, I'm really trying to love these people and, and, see, and, and see if we can make it work. And yeah. you do. I mean, I, I, I noticed it's that not when, always. when you host because, like, like I said, there, there's times where I'm wondering how you, you don't strangle these people. And instead, you're giving them encouragement and you're uh, soothing advice and you're listening to them. And I don't know how you do it, man. But uh, you I'm do it and you pull it off. <laughs> Obviously, You're undeniable. he's being undeniable, man. Yeah, get a new car. Uh, no, I'm keeping the Honda. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Ba- uh, Barry actually brought uh, you up to me the other day. He okay. says, "Brand." Oh, he knows me. Oh, he, 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 <laughs> that's crazy. He, he knows you. Barry said to me, "Brand, you want to know how Kirk Fox got the talk? Not the talk. The test. Sorry about that." Uh, you want to know how Kirk Fox got the test? And he told me the story, which I promptly forgot, but I remember it was inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> great story. Well, hey, great story. Hey, when can Brad be on a so, on Yeah, I'm a great guest, aren't sometimes I? Sometimes it's important to make your listener think they're about to hear something <laughs> and then just fucking pull the plug on anything that on they any- thought was coming. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wow, Brad, that is a hell of a setup. Oh, that's it? Interesting. You know, we'll what you, right were, you know what you just did, Brad? You just were Santa coming into the kid's room with the bag of presents. You know what you just were? Unwrapping them and then yeah. taking a giant shit on them and then putting them back in the you, bag and taking them. You were just Kirk Fox in Edinburgh. <laughs> wow. That's all I've ever tried wow. to be, Kirk. That's, that's all right. That's all I've ever tried to be. It's a lot to live up to. Absolutely. Who have you gotten to, uh, like you said you did those joint shows with Marin, but then you opened for Charlie Sheen? That was just one. Yeah. That was one night. But but still. But that was the night. I mean, that was when Sheen was going nuts. It was all that winning and warlock and Tiger, all that Tiger's blood. Yeah, all, all 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 that stuff. Sheen decides to go on a comedy tour, and who do we find out is is opening up for him? But Kirk Fox. Like how like how did that even go down? Well, I think uh, I think Mark Marin was up at Charlie's house, and they were talking. About the tour, and I think maybe Mark suggested that he'd need someone to open. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how my name came in there. I, I had known another friend of Charlie's, and I had written up kind of a monologue that I thought Charlie should should say on stage. Mm-hmm. And Charlie read that and thought that was funny. And then they just hired me. And then what it, was that? It, it was uh, it was just a, a a clusterfuck. It was a, a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable <clears throat> for the one show. It was enjoyable because to get five thousand people booing <laughs> at once. This was an Edinburgh sequel. Wait, at you, of course, because they're like, "Where's Chuck? Where's Chuck?" You know, it it was an interesting. I was supposed to. We were in Detroit, and I was supposed to go out and do twenty minutes, and mm-hmm. then Charlie was going to come out and do his thing. It seemed like uh, an easy. And I told Charlie, I'm like, listen, this can go real well or it can go real bad because they're, they're going to want to see you. And I think I said the key is just get me out there quick. Mm-hmm. 
and then let me just try and wait. Like before people were settling their seats, like at a no, comedy club no. where they're still taking drink orders. No, no, just like you know. Let me. Did Charlie come out and introduce you? No. Okay. Here's here's how here's how it keep it going for not me. And then he sat back <laughs> down. Basically, basically, yeah. Basically, a guy was going to introduce me from off stage mm-hmm. and just say, you know, please welcome Kirk Fox. And then I'd come out and do twenty minutes, and it could, it would almost be like I was hosting the show. Okay. Which I thought could work. Yeah. But instead of being introduced from off stage, the guy came out on stage. Oh God! And just said, "Are you ready to rock?" Oh, and gets oh, them God. all. Are in? you fucking yeah. ready? God, huge difference in doing what you just mentioned. Yeah. Are you ready for Charlie? And Detroit went crazy. Sure, because they were because this is night one. I would of say the I'm tour. not going on at that point. Uh, <laughs> it's just like I was like. Uh, all right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love that fucking. If I can and, fucking take uh, that face you just made, sure. and then and then they're like, uh, <laughs> oh, "Shit, that's how you're gonna do it, are you huh?" Ready for Charlie Sheen? They're crazy. They're screaming. All right, but first. Oh. And then he said, "You know, I don't think he's fucked as many hookers or smoked as much crack." But Jesus, you know, I think that's what he said. And then I mean, said, and we both know both not true stats. We don't know things. <laughs> we don't know things. But then... Uh, <laughs> That's your next and then, album. And then I went out, and they were booing pretty quick. Shit. Well, I mean... But you powered through. Well, listen, it was not good. Mm-hmm. I mean... But that one's not on you, right? Like how... Everything's on you. I, I agree. Everything's I on totally you. Agree. Every, I totally agree. I don't, I listen, don't get in arguments with comics when they go, crowd sucked. But I no, go... In listen, my head, I go, yeah, man. Because I also... You know what? And I'm glad that I, I early on didn't uh use that as an excuse because it's forced me to take control like always try uh, when i see a crowd that's awful and somebody like you still want to go up or blah 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 or this or i am going up and it's bad halfway through i'm like i can of course i can listen you can, always, look, look, you can looking, change it looking mm-hmm. back i could have had a different angle in you can win a room even if they're booing you can you can find a way to massage it's, massage them back so for 10 minutes but you have to do it, it Instantaneously, yeah, you have yeah. to get them on your side quick, and yeah. you don't you don't want to encourage the the booing. Yes. At one point, I was like, "It's like how do you get them to listen for?" It's a like second? there's only two thousand booing. I want all of you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what you say? Yeah, there exactly. you go. Fight them back. So, and then I think ten minutes in, Charlie came out, yeah, and kind of apologized. For, you know, you know, love this guy. He's my friend. Mm-hmm. Then he gave me a Hershey's kiss. <laughs> And now they <laughs> wait a minute. What? What is he fucking Willow? No, piece, he gave me a piece of chocolate. Maybe he thought I was hypoglycemic. But but, but, I, but either way, now now they have seen Charlie, right? And now they at least know he's in the room. Yes. And then I did another ten minutes. It, did, it it get, did it get Did it get a little better after that? No. No. <laughs> Come on, Brad. Listen, I was hoping for the happy ending yeah, here. No. Listen, I I was you know I was grasping for straws like at one point i even said come on man i'm from detroit <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm not from detroit but i was desperate to like love sure. me oh, Jesus. please i'm from detroit i know what you're going through you know what well like it, it, and i wasn't finishing jokes oh my god and you know that's a true sign of just like well it's just like what i said to you about have a nice set list and and stay to your set list you know it was just like I was just pulling jokes out like there was just no flow. <laughs> but it was and I didn't feel I didn't feel that bad about it because it was like mm-hmm. shit. It, 
when something is that bad, you just got to laugh at it and say, listen, I just, I didn't have it that day. Why yeah. do you think I enjoyed the movie Eight-Legged Freaks? Yeah. Same reason. When it's that bad, it's pretty fucking cool. That's a great story, Brad. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Danny Glover. <laughs> Ever find yourself in a situation where food just ain't that handy? Introducing Handy Snacks. It's a little thing of cheese with little... Bread, mini breadsticks that look like baseball bats. Ever dip baseball bats in cheese? <laughs> now you can. Mini baseball bat breadsticks in a pool of cheese. I'm Danny Glover. Find me at dannyglover.com slash Twitter. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Now, will that, did you make money again? Yeah, handy snacks. We actually man. lost money on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Glover is paying us. us. Danny Glover got fired from the campaign, so he's paying us to take them down. Now, will handyman. Handy snacks. Will they come in, come into play? <laughs> So you know what? That was my uh, favorite snack as a child. So uh, if by come to play you mean sponsor my next um, gig, hey, who knows? We don't know things, as you said, Kurt. Now, now you had said this. We can go in any direction we want occasionally. Yeah. But these noise canceling uh, head head headphones, yeah, right? I realize now that they're just keeping my tinnitus <laughs> intact. Right, Google tinnitus, please. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that really quick. You're way smarter than us, Kurt. Where'd you go again to school? UC San Diego. Nice. Aztec. I went to USC. No, Aztec. We both did. Aztec is San Diego State. Oh, UC, damn it. UCSD is for uh, doctors and. Uh, oh, okay. What did you study? Chinese. And Chinese? Just doctors in Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. At least they narrowed it down. I got down. a doctorate in Chinese. <laughs> How come you didn't get a Chinese doctor? I didn't have time. <laughs> We'll be right back. We'll be right Hi, back. I'm Danny Glover. <laughs> Ever find yourself in a summer's breeze without any I'm summer Danny fun? I'm Danny Glover. Ever you find yourself with tinnitus? You know what you do with tinnitus? You take the tea, you know, you get the tinnitus, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Danny Glover for the. <laughs> Wait, can you imagine that? Yeah, that's, that's some weird inception shit. <laughs> uh, tinnitus is ringing ears. So that, so that, well, that would makes make sense. sense. Yeah, thank you, Google. Are your ears. Are they, is it, we can turn you down. Has it been too. I didn't even ask no, you. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is. For about three months, I've been battling tinnitus. The ringing ears? They, I, every now and then, I, is, do you get like the... Yeah, but mine don't stop. Oh, fuck. So I'm trying to figure Ooh. out what, what has happened. I, I don't know if it was from the yelling on stage. Mm-hmm. At the booze? To quiet the booze? No. The booze at the Sheen show? No. That, that, <laughs> that, this, I'm talking three months. Sheen was four years, three or four years ago. Fair enough. See, I'm just... Like, I'm... That's worse than what I was thinking because when you said you were battling tinnitus, he sounded. That sounds like the name of a fighter. Like, yeah. uh, like, listen, I'm going up against tinnitus. This, this, <laughs> this guy goes right up your ears. He Friday. boxes your ears. It's Fox. It's tinnitus. It's tinnitus. It's Fox. I'm doing you know. a new movie. It's called Tinnitus. Anyone? <laughs> you thought tennis? Anyone was good? T- tinnitus. Does this fu- keep going in and out? Yeah, a little bit. Are you hearing a pop? Well, I hear. I hear myself talking, and then I realize that I'm not. No, you're in all the time. Always. But Is your headphone popping? Yeah. Well, this thing sometimes stops. Okay. And I just wonder if, if that's a button you push so that you have the upper hand. No, no, it's, it's good. Okay. Brad, is the, is the light blinking on his headphone? Uh, no. Lights are right. Oh, no, okay. but yeah, so I'm, I'm dealing with tinnitus. <laughs> My ears have been ringing for, for three months. A lot of cops get it, and sometimes mm-hmm. it goes away. But uh, Barbara Streisand has it. She blames her, blames her anger on it, her temper. For real? A lot of people have had it. Steve Martin has it. Wow. And it's a constant ring. You just have to find a way to deal with it. 
Gerard Butler has it, which I right, think quit he, name dropping. No, Jesus Christ! I'm just talking. No. Well, I mean, you don't want tinnitus. I think he got it from Sparta. <laughs> A lot of yelling. But the greatest one. Or working I, with Catherine Heigl. We'll exactly. be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Glover. <laughs> Catherine Heigl is actually my best friend. So fuck you, Adam Ray. We'll be right back. Nice. And we're back. Yeah, you're, see? Getting, you're getting better. Yeah. Um, but I, but I also read today that Vincent Van Gogh had it. And that's. And I think why? that's is what, that why he cut it off. I think that's why he cut his ear off. Because why else would he right. cut it off? Why but but I think that, I think there's a good joke where the girl says, "Hey Vincent, got your ear. Thanks. Can you make it stop ringing?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just nonstop, and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out a way to deal with it. But hey, if that's your thing, do you ever do you, do you ever say this like? I'm uh, I got in a bad car accident last week and I'm dealing with some pretty decent uh, little sciatic uh, pains in my leg now and uh, and but I always say well shit man I'm not dead first of all from the accident but also I'm like well if that's what I ha- like I'll I'll you know let my head go to a place of if this is like a constant thing I now have to deal with but then I go well if that's it I'll take it if that's going to be in- no if if I if I could go back and do whatever <laughs> to cut the ringing out yeah yeah I you know if they're like but you got a TV show. <laughs> It's all right. I'd rather not have a TV show. I'd rather yeah. have nice, quiet ears. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it's a neck injury, but it's crazy. It's nonstop. When did it start? Three months ago. Shit. Hmm. Have you seen anything for it? You know, I, I've, I've seen an ear doctor who said, you're fucked. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing to hear from a doctor. It's just it's, yeah. it's tinnitus. I mean, Par- Paramount doesn't have a doctor next to their well, big gym. You, uh, they got Dr. Phil. Well, Kirk, what you need to do is stop listening to people's problems and start listening to your own problems, and then maybe it'll stop ringing. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I'm Danny Glover. <laughs> Wait, why are you doing it, Dr. Phil? Well, because I had to stay in the same voice. It's my show anyway. Do you get to see him? You're what? in the same lot? As who? Dr. Phil. Yeah, Phil. No, Danny Glover. At the same lot as Dr. Phil. <laughs> I see Phil just about every day you of my life. You see Phil. Look at that. We, wow. play, we play tennis a few days a week. Shut up. Get out. Really? Yeah. yeah, a, oh, yeah you're, you're kind of a uh, big tennis pro. Well, you taught it for how, how long? Uh, I taught for uh, 10 or 15 years when I came to town. No shit. Ten, I bet you, I bet you were awesome. Tennis to the stars. W- were you really? Sure. <laughs> you taught tennis to some celebrities? That's all I did. Holy shit. That's how every right, now mother- you got a name drop. No. Uh, well, Can I guess? Barbara Streisand, Gerard Butler, Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking quick, dude. That's... Van, Van, Van Gogh had a killer backhand. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I meant Van Patten. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I taught everybody, but every part I ever got in a movie was because I was teaching the director of tennis. Is that, is that how you got the show? Uh, is that how you got the show, The Test? I'd like to think not, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it came into play. Listen, No, you, Jay, you don't become a host of a show just because... Like, you don't... I do. <laughs> Listen, Jay, Jay McGraw was putting together this show, mm-hmm. the test, and uh, Doctor Phil suggested that Jay take a look at me, and then the rest is history. Did Fuck. did did Doctor Phil know you as a comedian, or just know you as his tennis instructor? I was never his tennis instructor. Oh, okay. You just we're, played. We're, we're just friends. We play doubles. We play singles. Oh, I, I, oh I've cool. never taught him tennis. Oh, okay, I haven't cool. taught tennis in five years, but I, I'm, I've I've known Phil for about four years. Mm-hmm. Good, good dude. Great dude. Seems like it. Yeah. And I think similar. You know what? Uh, similar to the way you conduct yourself on your show. I mean, you probably too started out watching some 
Epi- right? Just to get a little bit of like, watch the, like, when I was a young kid. Why, I- and if you're doing anything in life, watch, watch the people that are successful at that. Sure. And then you'll learn from it. What do you think about that when people say like, like I heard Smash Mouth, not to it. By the way, if you're listening at home, drink five every time we say the word Smash Mouth. What is Smash Mouth? The band. The band. Might as well be walking on the sun. I know the song. I've heard Mm -hmm. it. Great. Uh, I'm not big in music. I should be bigger. It's fine. They, uh, I have a car stereo. They, <laughs> I listen to talk radio. I said he's stop bragging. M- he's making it in the world. I, uh, they, they, uh, they said that they don't listen to any other like bands because they don't want to be influenced. And I know comedian friends, mutual friends of ours, that right. don't like to watch stand up because they don't want to be influenced. Um, but you, I mean, you feel like you should. Right? I mean, well, it's it's something I had never done before. Right. So I'm. I've, you want to watch a, you want sure, to watch right. people get that, a general idea. Yeah. So once you get it, if you did this for five six years, yeah, you probably stop staying up late with your pants off watching Phil. Yeah, but he's during not the on day. TV outside of his apartment. Yeah. we'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Danny Glover. <laughs> Cook Fox is a good guy. You know who's not a good guy? Van Gogh. Cut his ear off, gave it to a bitch, left it ringing. Anyway, handy snacks are great. I remember that from the old commercial. Cut. <laughs> Listen, how, how did Danny Glover become the guy? <laughs> what guy? The guy for this? That's not yeah. a running bit, by the way. This is the first time. But this is tonight? But, yeah, yeah, this is yeah, tonight. Oh, tonight. it could be huge. Yeah. <laughs> it could be what defines you. <laughs> Can, you know what, though? This business is so fucked up. It might be. Is that, it? <laughs> yes. Well, hey, that, John. No, but we don't decide what becomes popular. Hey, do you have any water in this establishment? Yeah, do you want some? Yeah. I didn't ask No, I just want to know if you had it in case oh, okay. of fire. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I want some. I'm Danny Glover. When I want water, I fucking drink water. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Keep talking, Brad. Keep talking. Well, but but it, it, it's right. You don't. You don't. Wait, now know. I got to talk to him by myself. Yeah, just me now. Oh come shit! On, come on, Kirk. We're friends. I don't. We can know. hang out and have a conversation. All right. What do you want to know? But basically, what I was saying is he's right in that. Uh, like John Reap, we know John Reap, great comic, and then he's known as a, that thing got a Hemi guy. Uh huh. Because that was just that one catchphrase that he got. The man asked for water, and you brought him a Coca Cola. What is this? Come a, on, Adam Ray. Is this a product placement? Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Coca Cola is nice. So there's people it's cold. listening to us still. It, yeah, they're still listening. Why? Eat well because Kirk. I mean, you're, I love you're a great them. comic. I, no. You're you're an entertaining man. Listen, we've I, been laughing I, I, the whole time. I like to think of myself as just a man. <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, there is your water. Good sir. to be here. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, so why don't you get back into tennis and teach teach some some more stars. Well, because I'm a star now. Yeah. He, no, uh, he, he needs his own Kirk Fox. No, stars I'm, hang with stars, and listen, you know that. I'm, uh, I, I would like to start teaching tennis again, to tell you the truth. Would you really? Yeah, and I, I'm going I'm, I'm to kind of look into it. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is, is my basket of balls is still it's ready. Well, that's kind of funny. But, uh, it, but it's been about five years. Pretty sure Pe- I'm pretty sure Peter North said that before his last scene. His basket of balls is ready. Who's Peter North? Porn star. Oh, I know too much. Brad knows a lot of porn stars, Kurt. I don't know if you know that about him, but you just yeah. learned that right now. Yeah. It happens. Your basket of balls, where are they right now? <laughs> well, they're, uh, they're in my garage. Uh, in the thing that you used to pick up, yeah, right? And, I know uh, what that's called. I played tennis for a long time, Kurt. It's a hopper? <laughs> huh? A hopper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a basket. It's a picker thing. Yeah. Upper. Adam thought you were doing the Boston guy from the. No, he did. I could tell. Cable commercial. He, he was seeing if there was an opening. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll go. We're gonna go watch it on the hopper. It's, uh, it's, it's called the hopper or a tennis basket. Whatever you want. Whatever's gonna make this work. 
Do you use the move with your foot in the racket where you, uh, you know, kind of sandwich well, the ball? I, and I pick used it up? to when I was a little girl and wore a tennis skirt. <laughs> see, now we're connecting. Now you're actually seeing into my yeah, past. Exactly. Did you ever see tennis, anyone? The, the tennis movie I made? No, but I saw Shanghai Nights twice in the theater. Well, great. That has nothing to do with what I just asked. <laughs> Is that a moth? Yeah. yeah, sorry, we got moths flying around. We you, tried, we tried to kill that. We tried to kill that moth last week. No. Yeah, we tried to. Yeah, and he take him just, out, Brad. I, what, you're, he's got longer arms. He well, can do I it. I want to see you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. No, I don't. He, he's indestructible. We tried to kill yeah. him for two weeks. <laughs> we actually have, and he just keeps living. That's, that, that did it. Um, I got. I have, rest in I, peace. I have some moths also. I have. A, I have a theory on moths as well. Love to hear it. What's that? Uh, well, first of all. You know, they say that moth mothballs can kill you as well. For real? Humans. And I've never, first of all, I've never seen a sweater worth dying for. <laughs> but they tell you to put the mothballs in, ba- in the back of the closet so that the moths will go to travel to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then when they eat the mothballs, it takes them three days to die. So now it I. It smells like shit when you smell a closet I, full of mothballs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But for those three days, what they're doing is they're eating. Mm-hmm. What? So it's almost like a last meal. They're like, you know, dead moths. Why are we so polite to them? You tell me. We're, did we seem polite to that fucking <laughs> not, We had three, not guy, three guys that were trying to yeah. kill him. We were like <laughs> Kurt three. reached out with a, with a strong palm. We were like I three. took a cushion. Brad, yeah. uh, I, I had little tiny ping pong paddles over here <laughs> going nuts. Whatever. Yeah, you caused a distraction. It's cool. You caused yeah. him to flurry towards Kurt. I Walmart. was waving him over I like got, the guy got it in the planes. <laughs> I, actually come on. Put, I actually want to put a sweater out front with just a spotlight. <laughs> just so they won't even come in the house. It's just like a drive-thru. What if, what if you attract like Mothman, the Batman version? Maybe. What if that's his calling like it, card? I have a lot of moths. Like if people really? come over, I just tell them, make sure they leave their sweater in their car. <laughs> <laughs> but, and lock it. <laughs> Because these fuckers... Who do you tell that to? The Dalai Lama? Just anyone who's coming over with a sweater. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, Dalai Lama doesn't wear a sweater. He's got a rope. I think, you should, I think you should get back into tennis. Um, because I, I do, think, too. I, I, if, especially if you say you've been hitting the gym, you're probably, like, you should see where your skill's at. Yeah. Oh, I'm better now than I... Yeah, For sure. Crazy. We're all better now. Than I used yeah. to be. Yeah, that, that and tennis is a good workout. You can probably just do that. But I already play tennis every day. Every day. I played golf today. You love golf. Golf was fun. Played with Kevin Nealon today for melanoma. Wow. For melanoma. A little, chari- little name charity drop. event. Oh, for melanoma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I drop a lot of names. You know why? Because I can. Oh, is uh, melanoma tinnitus' sister? Could be. Uh, We're going to work be. on some of these jokes. I'm going to write them out. <laughs> no, I'm here for you. We'll hash them out till next week. Next, next week, week, they'll come back strong. Next week, some of these jokes are going to kill. Well, <laughs> listen, Kirk. We'll, ha- we'll have you back. I'll hash these I things out. I may never come back. <laughs> But it's, but it's good to know where you live in case I'm ever in trouble. <laughs> it is. It's just you, had, you, had, you had water? You got a Coke? Are you, the, are you that close? We've been hospitable. Four blocks away. That's great, dude. We should hang. There you go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most honest answer I've ever heard. <laughs> you're quick, man. See, you're rapid fire with your answers, but they're also dead on, and they're different. Brad goes, hey, tinnitus could be Melanoma's brother. You're like, yeah, could be. Could be. <laughs> it's just fucking, that's a great But answer. it's not. One would be adopted and they don't get along. So fucking don't do that joke again. He yes ended. Oh. He, he added to it. Kirk, you're, you're one of those guys where when you go on, st- I don't, I, I hate saying comics comic because it sounds like. What does that mean? Yeah. Right. Because like when you say comics comic, it sounds like, oh, well, he's not funny to the general public, but 
comics love him. So I don't want to call do you. Do comics that. love me? Yeah, they do. Fuck. I don't yep. know that. Yep. We love you, that. man. You're 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 one of those guys when we most walk comics in, think I'm a dick, but the truth is I'm just kind of shy and I I, I don't want, I want to leave. Who, after but, who, but who tells you that? Because I I have never I, I feel like I've I, never we're both like town. well into the comedy scene. And are I, you guys? Are you guys comics? You guys are, <laughs> we're dabbling. Okay, I hadn't met you. We, we, yeah, we try. I mean, hey, I know man, just because I don't play tennis with Doctor Phil's wife. <laughs> Someone has to. You could. <laughs> See, that's it. What are those called? Like, there's got to be a word for the, I guess, just clever retorts. Just precise attacks. <laughs> <laughs> just precise. Passive aggressive brilliance. Passive. Oh, dude. We can't. Smart man. I can't follow Kirk Fox. That's, that's fine. Smart man's enough. <laughs> smart man? I was saying smart, comma, man, but no, you, want, you want the title of smart man. Why not? Kirk that's is, great. Kirk that's great. On point. We'll be right back. I'm Danny Glover <laughs> for tennis rackets. I'm Danny, Danny Glover for smart man. <laughs> It's a new kind of water for the man who pretty damn smart. <laughs> you you, guys, you, you think you're getting too old for this shit? Take a smart man. It's a pill in water form. What the fuck are we selling? We'll be right back. Huh? <laughs> Do you See, like smart water? Can you taste the difference? Yeah, it is better. It's better than Aquafina. Dasani and Aquafina are coming from the tap. I for like, sure they are. I like tap. I um, like dumb water. L- less pressure. I think you, mean you like <laughs> tap. I think you, you, you swapped out your no, P for, for B. I like tap. I drink tap water and I like it. Do you really? Out of the hose is real good. Who are you, Charlie Bucket? If I had to be. <laughs> That's, I mean, all right. We got to get out. That's, we can't get any more. That's it. Kirk it's, Fox on Twitter, at Kirk Fox. Yeah, you can try me there. And uh, you're at the Comedy Store, Laugh Factory. A few nights a week. A few nights a week. Rarely Laugh Factory because of the parking. <laughs> but the test uh, is... Uh, Check your local listings. Go to thetesttv.com. There you go. And uh, if you want to be on the show, come on out to L.A. And I'll, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll solve your problems. So we can't. Or, end, the, or end them. So, how, so, people, if they, so people, if they do, like, send, like, if Brad and I, if you didn't know us, and we did email, like. I don't really know you. <laughs> <laughs> what I know, you know I like. I, I like, I like that. that you're attempting. Yeah, so it doesn't admit I like that you're us. trying. If we had a scenario uh, emailed to you that was like, hey, my. Um, Sex doll. Our, our, my sex doll that I ordered from Israel came to life and dyed his hair uh, blonde on the top. And now <laughs> he's trying to steal hair, all my money and fuck my mom. Uh, how would you not? How well, would you assess we, it? We, we would have, we be able to, what system would we have to go through? First, we'd have to make sure the sex doll had a visa so that it could work here. <laughs> and then possibly just fly it out to L.A., both of you. Perfect. Well, I guess you know who your guests are next Wednesday. <laughs> Why not? Perfect. Let's do this thing. All right. Is it a paternity or just straight up lie? Oh, straight up lie. It's not a DNA test? You don't want to check to see... Uh, listen. No, I'm having you take all the tests, motherfucker. Oh, listen. I know that sex doll's mine, asshole. I was talking about you. Oh. I said you were the sex doll that I ordered. I didn't hear the, the imperative detail. I said the sex doll comes to see, life. See? Kirk needs to teach me how to listen. Shit, man. <laughs> see? We get out on stage and I go, this is my sex doll. And Brad's like, no, 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 no I'm not. Remember? He's coming out in a second. <laughs> oh, man. And then we have to fake fight just to cover it up and um, look like we're exciting. I'm Do you like up. the way I'm letting you guys close it on your own? <laughs> he could save us. I know. No. I, I tried to get on so many of your fucking precise attacks. He, no. He's fit. He's, you got to he, stretch. He's Phil Jackson. Maybe, maybe next time. Most coaches would call timeout. He's letting us play. Precise Going, Attacks, by the way, is a film. Is Danny Glover's last straight-to-DVD film. <laughs> precise Attacks. Yeah, yeah. He tried to pitch it to Mel to do anyway. All right, thanks for listening, guys. About last night, I talked tennis to Mel Gibson once. What? Did you? That's right, real quick. No, that's it. Okay, that's thanks, quick Kurt Fox. Thanks okay, for coming on. We talked about it in the Patriot. I did the Patriot with him. What? You're in the yeah. Patriot? Yeah. Maybe check my IMDb next time. <laughs>
Nothing to say. <laughs> we can't. He talk, it's over. It's done. You know it's what? Done. You had your chance. At Kirk Fox on Twitter. I'll be back someday. Watch the test. <laughs> hey. He'll be back. Funnier than us. <laughs> Good night. We're all funny in our own way. <laughs> Just God. mine gets more laughs. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Take care. Be safe. Hi, I'm Danny Glove. <laughs> if you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.